Podcast Answer Man, episode number 151. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And today I am going to be sharing with you a little bit about the following topics here. First of all, I'm going to tell you about a documentary that I've just been invited to be a uh, part of for podcasting. Uh, Dave Dufour calls in some questions about MP3 tags. What good are they? Podcasting without headphones, VA podcast coming up, and a new theme that I happen to be using, as well as a promo that is going to blow you away. And of course, I stretched that one out. I didn't I didn't know what I was going to say, but it's going to blow you away. I promise. It's going to be awesome. And uh, start things off. You know, I, I, I want to start things off here in just a second, uh, for just a second. And, and, I t- and tell you, I'm working with the, uh, a bunch of wonderful people. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I am blessed beyond imagination with the number of people that I work with and, and my clients. They're just out of this world. I, I'm, I'm telling you, the amount of encouragement and just the amount of energy that these people have, the passion and vision is awesome. And, uh, you know, just also the, the fact that my clients are my friends. You know, this, I, I never dreamed it would be possible where, where you get to, where you get to literally do what you love for a living. And, and not only that, but you get to the point in your business where you get to choose the type of people you want to work with and, and the kind of projects you want to get behind. And, uh, I've just been, I, I just want to say I've been blessed and, and I'm so thankful for those of you who are listening and everything. I also want to share with you, uh, one of my clients and this is what I love about my clients. I, sometimes they just feel like, you know, it, they feel very comfortable with just sharing, you know, some some feedback, uh, you know, sometimes very constructive feedback and and stuff like that. Some criticisms here and there. And and I love that they feel comfortable enough to do that. And, and I'm all for constructive feedback and I'm OK with some criticism from time to time in you know, as as long as there is a, a sense of relationship there, you know, let, you know, have, has there been some words of encouragement from you? Has there been, you know, some other, you know, uh, stuff like that before you go criticizing somebody, you know, build a relationship first and, and, and let them so that, you know, when you do share something that you, you feel is some, um, you know, some criticism of, of what they might be doing, make sure that they know, you know, that way they know that when you share a critique with them that they know it's coming from the right place. And this client of mine recently uh, brought up a criticism and, uh, you know, I, I started to think about it. And to be honest with you, I was, I felt, I, for some reason, I felt a little defensive at first. I, I'm very appreciative of the constructive feedback and, I, and I've given it some thought. And it all has to do with this idea of being open and authentic and being real to who you are and all of this other stuff. And, um, the client actually ha- had said to me, he says, you know, if I had any kind of criticism, you know, you know, obviously this, this client has been in production for years. And so he's been around, you know, professional radio and stuff like that. But, uh, he said, if I had one piece of criticism, you know, it'd be, you know, that, that DJ sound that you have, you know, you get on there and you, it's like podcast answer, man, episode number 151, you know, it, it just seems like overly done and it's just, it seems out of the place. And, you know, I, I took that and, and he says, you know, when we go out to dinner and, and stuff like that, if, if, if I, I've had dinner with you and, you know, we don't talk like that in normal, real conversation, but you get behind the microphone and you start talking like this, you know, and 
Uh, you know, I thought about that. I did. I thought about that a lot. But, you know, um, I, you know, and, and I kind of shared it right off the bat. I, I should probably instead of just like being defensive there, I should have had some opportunity or taken some time to just kind of soak it in for a while. Um, but I will tell you my reaction after having slept on it, you know, and, and just thinking through it and processing it. Um, I, my, my initial reaction to him was very much the same as what it is now that I've had some time to think about it is, is that what you hear right now, this is the real me. I mean, I am excited. I get, I mean, it, I, I don't know if I, I don't purposely try to make myself sound like a radio DJ, you know, Hey everybody, I, I don't do that. Um, although I do, I do explain, you know, I, I, I explained that, you know, I get in front of the show and I, I do intro the show with the, the title of the show and the episode number. And, uh, I, I thought maybe I would explain to you why I do that. You know, um, and, and let me explain by doing this. First of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to gspn.tv slash plus access. All right. gspn.tv slash plus access. Now, for those of you who are not gspn.tv premium subscribers or plus members, uh, then you won't be able to access this website, which, by the way, why aren't you? Seriously, um, you know, it's $10 a month and it helps support not just Podcast Answer Man, but all the content that I produce. Uh, believe it or not, more than 2,000 episodes of content that's available to our premium subscribers. But anyway, um, you know, the thing is, is that what I, I do is I publish a lot of content. And usually, I mean, well, on a day like today, I'm going to record a total of either, yeah, six podcasts today. And so what happens sometimes at night, I, at the end of the day, I'll actually go and upload all these podcasts and I want to make sure that they are, um, that, you know, when I actually copy all the content out of one show notes post and then create a new post, I want to make sure that I remembered to update the MP3 files. So you see, I just take the show notes from an old episode, carry them over to a new episode, a new post on WordPress. I update all the show notes just to be specific to that episode. But as far as all those little, you know, subscription chiclets and, and, you know, some of the stuff that stays static between episode to episode, the images, I don't have to recreate that all the time. I just copy and paste and then just update the things that need to be changed. Well, one of the things that needs to be changed is the URL of the MP3 file. And there's been times in the past when I would actually, you know, I would just click the, you know, the flash player on the site just to confirm that the audio was playing. But you, it used to be it just would start off with the music. Well, you know, of course, I, you know, I, I, w- I think I'll probably eventually maybe one day consider getting different theme music for each show. I don't know. Um, it, to be honest with you, it's, it's not the, it's not a, it's not huge on my priority list. I'm sure it's, it. I think it's probably more of a priority for some of you as listeners who listen to all the shows. I, I love father Ryder Quente. He says it does. That tune does get a little long in the tooth from time to time. <laughs> and I apologize to you, father Roderick and everybody else who drives crazy. But, um, uh, at this point it's, it's just like, there's just so many other things that are higher priority on my list. Uh, but um, the thing is, though, is that I would have the, the, the audio. I'd click the player and sure enough, it would work. So what happened was there were times when I would think that everything's all set up and I'd get an email later in the day. And it's like, Cliff, I just listened to three of your episodes and the titles are updated and it sent me a new file. But it ends up being. But even though the, the, the title says this, it's actually last week's um, it's it's 
it's last week's episode of the podcast. And so what I did is like, so basically what I'll do is I'll, I click on uh, gspn.tv plus access. So I can see that episode 33, social media serenity inbox zero part one. Uh, I can see that that is what I've posted. But then when I click the flash player, just for a quick second, I can do this and social media serenity podcast episode number 33. Okay. In so I can actually just do that. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, now I know that that's the right file. And if I, it's like, okay, I did, I posted episode 111 of help. I got a Mac. Let's just see if this is right. And help. I got a Mac podcast episode number 111. All right. And then if I go to, you know, weekly lost podcast episode number 239, I can see, is this the right file? Actually, you know what? That one, I, I did a special intro. So that one's a, you know, a bad example. But here's one. Twilight episode number seven or 21. Twilight Saga podcast episode number 21. Anyway, so I started doing this a long time ago and it really just started out as a, as a method of me being able to just confirm really fast when I'm publishing 10 episodes, five episodes, all at the same time on the website. It's for me to make sure that did I put these in the right category? Did I update the MP3 files? Are people getting the audio file that I decided for them to get? And and when I started doing that, I didn't go for it as saying, you know, hey, I, I um, you know, I want to, you know, sound like a radio guy. It's just ever since I've been, I, I don't know, I've probably been doing this for about 1300 episodes now. And I've always started at Weekly Laws Podcast, episode number 239. You know, I, I that's just who I am, you know. And, and so, um, you know, I appreciate the feedback. And but yeah, that that, that is me. That is me. And, and it's funny because on when I was talking to him, when he shared the feedback, I'm sitting there. It's like, you know what? You're right. I don't do that at the dinner, you know, during dinner, t- dinner conversations and, and, you know, just your normal phone conversations. Although some of them, I get a little bit more am- animated than others. But I'll tell you what, what I will, what I will say is that when I'm in public and I'm not speaking like this, I'll be honest with you. I'm reserved. I am. I'm, I'm holding myself back. And, and one of the things that drew me to podcasting was the fact that I could actually get behind a microphone and I can be me. I can be me. Me is excited. Me is is enthusiastic. Me talks bigger than this world. And me actually talks really like he sounds like he's a pre pre uh, preschool kid. Me likes that. But no, this is this is who I am. This is the real me. And, uh, you know, I love it. I, I love who I am and it may drive you batty. And I understand that. And that's cool. You know, um, hopefully some of the content will help you put up with some of my, I, I don't know, are they called idiosyncrasies or whatever? It's just the, the weird stuff, the little things about me that drive you crazy. I mean, back in the day, I used to say, um, uh, 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 uh all the way through the episodes. Uh, and then I would say really, and, 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 and certainly, and, and I would say the same things over and over again. I mean, and I'm probably still do it today. I'm certain, you know, I've changed a lot about the things that I did, but it was so funny because his feedback came in and this morning I tried to say, help. I got a Mac episode number, such and such. And, and I tried to say it in a different way other than help. I got a Mac. Episode number 111. I I can't, I don't, I, 
Help I Got a Mac episode. This is episode number 111. Help I Got a Mac. I, I can't do it another way. For me, it's Help I Got a Mac episode number 111. You know, and, and so that's that is me. That is that is who I am. And I love it. And and I know it drives some people crazy. So one of the things I will share with you is I definitely believe 100 percent in the whole idea of just being true to yourself, being who you are. Let your personality shine through and understand this. Not everyone that listens to you is going to like you. And get this, I want you to know this right out of the bat. If you start a podcast, there are going to be some people who absolutely despise the way you sound, the way you speak, and the way that you put the letter L in pause. You know, when you pause your recording and they will email you likely and tell you that there is no L in the word pause when you pause your recording. And you know what? For me, there's an L in there, you know, and and, and so I'm going to pause my recording whenever I want to pause it and I'm not going to pause it. You know, I'm, I, I pa- pause, pa- pause, pause, pause. I don't know. It's just for me, it's pause. I pause the recorder and, you know, I, I'm just you're just lucky I, I don't wash my clothes. You know, we, we do wash our clothes here, but some people, you know, some of my family, especially my mom growing up, my mom always washed my clothes. She washed them and, 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 and that's, you know, there's, she washed them. All right. But I do pause my recording. Sorry, pause, pause. Anyway, it doesn't matter to me. So be true to yourself, be who you are, be fun, but do listen to criticism and critical feedback. Uh, hopefully it'll come in a, in a constructive form. Hopefully it'll come from a friend who really does have your best interest, but realize that even when somebody is coming from the right heart and they have a true desire to see you succeed, sometimes there's just, well, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. And you know what? The fact that I have this, you know, what seemingly might be like this fake radio announcer voice in the front of your episode that doesn't seem to be authentic for me. It really is authentic. And, and just recognize that might not be evident to everyone, but it, it, I tried to do it another way. And I, 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 I it, it's like, I can, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like asking Stephanie, you know, to be upbeat and chipper, you know, when she introduces her name and, and it's just, that's just not who she is. She doesn't, she is, she's just like, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sitting, Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of such as my name is Cliff Ravenscraft and I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. It's like, she's not going to match my enthusiasm and I gave up trying, you know, she's just who she is and, and we go forward and, uh, yeah, Stefan says, go see Gary Vaynerchuk for some, for some, uh, stuff. And, and you know what? And, and I believe, you know what, Gary V, he, he is definitely authentic. He is who he is. And you know what, Gary, do you, are you listening, man? You, you annoy me. I'm sorry, you do, and and it's okay because I annoy so many people too. I I watch Gary's videos and and it's like ah, it's like the, spitting in the can. I mean, ugh, it just annoys me. I don't know, I, but I love Gary and I love what he's doing. I I love his passion and I watch him from time to time. But his show annoys me. Of course, I have no interest in wine, but I have an interest in Gary. I do like Gary and I love that he's not going to change his show and stop spinning into a, a metal bucket. You know, it's like, it, it, I mean, that's just, that's who he is. It's what he does. 
And so, you know, hey, I, I, you know, go for it. Be yourself, Gary. And, you know, I may not watch all your shows. I may only watch 10 or 15 of your shows over the course of a year, but it doesn't matter. Keep being yourself. Do what you do. I'm always going to be over here. I'm going to be rooting for him. I'm going to be cheerleading for him. I'm going to say, I hope you succeed in what you're doing. And, and he is succeeding and I'm succeeding and we can succeed in this world together without us having, having to like each other's stuff. So, and by the way, it wasn't Gary that mentioned all this stuff. I, I just, it's like, I just, yeah, lots of fun stuff, but yeah. So I come behind the microphone. I light up. I, 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 I come to life when I hit the record button. It, 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 I cannot explain to you. It's not something that I put on. Uh, you know, my, you know, I, it's not some kind of show. It, it is, I push the record button and like, wow, here I am. So anyway, documentary on Lost, all right? Uh, or documentary on podcasters. I told you that up in the front of the show. I just want to let you know, uh, if you go to, go to do this, go to lostpodcast.com. And then look for episode number 240, lostpodcast.com. And then look for episode number 240. There in that episode, I interviewed uh, a guy who goes by the name Alex. And he is on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash audibly lost, audibly lost. Uh, And basically, this guy is from New York City. And he is, uh, he basically is a huge film buff and decided that he wanted to do a documentary on the lost fandom, you know, on lost fandom. And he decided that, you know, maybe he should narrow it down because that's kind of broad. I mean, the, you know, do you have the internet audience, the bloggers? Do you have, you know, you just got people doing the viewing parties? I mean, it's just like, there's no way that he, he what he said is there's just no way I could cover all aspects of you know, lost fandom. And, and so it, I don't, you know, it's just, that's a big task with the little amount of time that there is between now and the end of lost. So he said, you know, I, I'll narrow it down. I love lost podcast. I listen to podcasts, you know, for years now. And, and matter of fact, uh, Stephanie and I were his, we were his first lost podcast, uh, outside of the official lost podcast that he ever listened to. And, uh, he decided, you know, there's this huge community of people who podcast about the TV show lost. And, you know, there's the Lost Podcasting Network and, and all this other stuff. And he says, you know what? I'm going to do a documentary about people who podcast about the show Lost. And uh, it's like, yes, this is this is very cool. I, number one, I'm interested in it, not just because I'm in it, but I'm interested in what he's doing. So what he's been doing is he's actually he's been traveling. He's probably, I think, traveled over 2000 miles now. Uh, and he's basically going all through the country and trying to meet up with all of the lost podcasters and and staying a day or so with them and documenting what who these people are and what they're doing. And he's he, I think with Stephanie and I, he did like an hour and a half interview with us um, and he you know came in and uh, got some film of us uh, recording podcasts. He got some film of us watching the TV show Lost. And taking, you know, what kind of, you know, notes we do while we're taking loss, getting to know our family, he got, you know, some, he kind of got to, you know, who are the people outside of the podcast? You know, what, who are these people behind the podcast? So getting some of the family life footage and um, he, of course, being respectful of those families out there that weren't interested in being filming, filmed for the documentary. But, uh, 
but still certainly our family is pretty open to it with no problem at all. And, uh, so, and, and then of course also seeing, you know, where do these people live? You know, what are their lives like? What do they do outside of lost podcasting? Very interesting stuff. And, uh, he was particularly interested in the fact that it was literally the lost podcast, a, a podcast about lost that really set my, the course of my life down a completely different path. And uh, so I, I think that that might be a portion of, of that documentary. Uh, and uh, it's, it, it, but you know, I have no expectations there. I am just excited though, that, you know, we're going to have all of this, you know, documented fact of, you know, the, who these people are in the, in the podcasting community. And uh, it's just exciting. I'm seeing more and more stuff on a regular basis where podcasting is just getting a little bit more spotlight out there. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that. All right, moving along, I'm going to uh, go to our first call of the week. Uh, this comes in from our good friend, Dave Dufour, who basically said, hey, Cliff, you know, I know you you say that you like to get these, uh, and I just assume that you like this to get some conversation or topic starters for your podcast. He says, but man, if you want me to chill out for a while, uh, I can do that. And I said, I just hit respond, and it was probably one of the shorter emails I've ever written back to somebody. I said, hey, keep them coming. Uh, so I just want to say, if, you want, if you've got questions, topic ideas for Podcast Answer Man, um, you know, the best thing to do, submit them via audio feedback. Again, 859-795-4067, 859-795-4067. You can record them on your own recording devices and or your iPhone has the voice memo app, just attach the audio file and ship it over to me via email attachment uh, to feedback at gspn.tv. Anyway, let's go over to Dave and see what he's got this week. Hi, Cliff. This is Dave Dufour with the Creative License and Theater Geeks Podcasts. Um, I'm calling uh, about a question I have regarding the tags that go on the uh, um mp3 file uh um, and the, these are uh, tags like title artist album you know etc and i just am wanting to know and I, you may have covered this in past episodes um but uh it's maybe worth going over again uh, if what do these tags do for you in terms of you know findability or um you know ease of use etc for the user and um is there kind of a prescribed way of doing these things um i'm i'm also sending you a uh, screenshot off of uh the the our latest episode of theater geeks so that you can kind of see what i did the title is you know it starts with the title or with the uh, episode number and then the artist lists um not only the title of the podcast or the name of the podcast, but then also uh, lists um, myself and the two people that do uh, theater geeks with me. And then the album is the same as the podcast title. Uh, 2010 is the year genre is speech. Cause we're mainly All talking. Right. I'm going to go ahead and stop there, Dave. Uh, I'm going to um, give you some thoughts on this one here. First of all, what do the tags do as far as findability or the ability, you know, is, is there any kind of, I guess maybe is the question that you might be asking is, is there any kind of, does this help out with like search engine optimization? You know, does this make it to where people can find you in iTunes better and stuff like that? I want to tell you, as far as I know, 
uh, when you put an MP3 file that is properly tagged, that has absolutely nothing to do with finding you easier in iTunes, has absolutely nothing to do with finding you easier in Google. And as far as the world is concerned, there's really no way for anybody to know what tags are in that MP3 file without opening it. Uh, so, so here is what I will uh, share with you. Basically, this is what the MP3 tags do. Uh, they allow the device or software that is playing or reading the MP3 file to display certain bits of information, such as title, artist, album, genre, lyrics, and also artwork. Those are the, by the way, those are the only ones I personally care about. Perhaps I should probably care about comments more. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I, I'm not even sure where comments actually show up in anything at these at this point in the game. But here's here's what happens. Let's just say now the thing is is that if you don't if you do not tag if you don't tag an MP3 file with any tags at all, and you just upload it to the web and deliver it out via your RSS feed. Let's just say you set it up on you know, blogger, uh, um, WordPress or wherever you put it out. Well, whatever the title is of the post and whatever content is in the show notes, that is going to be what is delivered when to, to the, to the MP3 file. That's actually going to be quote unquote burned into the MP3 tags when iTunes downloads it. So basically what iTunes does, it says, hey, there is a episode, there's a title on this entry of this blog or this RSS feed that says 240 weekly lost podcast hyphen a documentary on lost podcasting community. Well, if that's what the title is of the post that has the in the RSS feed that holds the enclosure for that MP3 file, iTunes is going to uh, take that information and burn that into the MP3 tag. Now, this this is something, and it'll overwrite anything that you put into the title field. Now, the thing is, though, is that um, if it's another device and somebody uses something other than iTunes, well, then then the chances are it will basically keep the 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 tags as being empty, as in no information stored at all inside there other than just the data for the mp3 file to play back well here's the situation in that is that um if for example you load this up in some other software other than itunes or let's just say i download the file i go to your website and i right click to download the file right from the web and then i drag it over to itunes well there's no tags at all and so what this does when you actually tag the file it allows you to the soft to use the software to search for, to search for your content via the title, the artist, the album, or the genre, and and so in some software, it would be next to impossible to find your podcast episode on their MP3 playing device in the event that you'd have no tags on your MP3 file. So if I had like a $25 or a $35 MP3 player from um, from uh, Walmart and it came with some really cheesy software and I drag and drop that MP3 file over, well, that little tiny, you know, 
uh, half an inch by half an inch uh, LCD display or OLED display or whatever that display is. And I'm sitting there searching through and I'm trying to find, you know, I'm, I'm going through and I'm, I'm going in alphabetical order of the title of the episodes or alphabetical order of the album or the alphabetical order of the artist. Well, the thing is, is you're not going to be in alphabetical order because you don't have any data there. And so it can't actually display it or it might say blank and there might be other blank stuff and they can't find, they, they can't distinguish you for somebody else. So basically the tags, uh, let's see here. Stefan says the tags can help you or someone else manage the content. Um, and so if you, it's kind of like having a bunch, a ton of books in the library without having the, you know, the catalog. And I love what that, that, that idea or that analogy comes from Stefan in the chat room. So, um, yeah. So what I want to do is I want to, you asked not only, you know, what do these tags do? They help you, they help software and MP3 devices distinguish content one from another, uh, more than just the file name. A lot of MP3 file players out there will not display the file name. So just naming your file, the name of your podcast with the episode is not enough. You really should be tagging your files. So let me, let me go through and tell you what I recommend. Number one, you should have the title. And I change this up from time to time. And currently, I, it used to be I used to do, uh, like for this, I would do podcast answer man 151 hyphen, then the title of this episode. Um, now what I'm going to do, however, is instead of in, in the title field, I'm not going to put podcast answer man. I'm not going to put the episode number. I'm just going to title it. The title is simply going to say uh, documents documentary on lost podcasters for this episode. And 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 it might say documentary on lost podcasters and MP3 tags, you know, and, and other various things that I might talk about. But anyway, it's just going to have the title. Nothing else. Now, for the artist, if if I'm the only person producing, like, for example, in the artist field for this podcast, Podcast Answer Man, it's going to say Cliff J. Ravenscraft. Now, I do the Biggest Loser Fan podcast with Father Roderick, and when I tag the artist field on that one, I put uh, Father Roderick and Cliff Ravenscraft. On any of the shows that I do where it's myself and my wife together or myself and another co-host and I, um, I usually just in the artist field, I'll just put gspn.tv. Just, I, it's just a great place to just promote the, the network brand, gspn.tv. Then on my album name, now again, this is just what I do. You can do whatever you want. My concern is that you remain pretty consistent with what you do so that if you choose to put your album as something one day that it should be the same the other days because if you change it somebody might be used to searching by album for your content and if you change your scheme they may have a hard time finding your content again until they realize that you changed the album tag on them but for album tag i always do the url of our podcast like for example the the album tag on this episode if you look at it should just simply say podcastanswerman.com uh, the episode I did for for today of uh, Family from the Heart, it's the album field will say familyfromtheheart.com. Um, so you get the idea. So I just put the URL and I always try to do it in a very readable format. It's like Family from the Heart, it would be capital F and then the rest is family, all in lowercase. Uh, f- capital F for from, capital T for the, and capital uh, H for heart. And, but they, all the other all the other ones are lowercase. It all runs together as one word and dot com at the end. 
And so I do that just for readability and, and also for branding purposes. And then um, for genre, I always tag it as podcast. Now, again, iTunes, if you for, if you tagged it as something else, when iTunes grabs it and brings it down, it's going to retitle or retag that genre as podcast anyway. Uh, and then, of course, one that so many people miss is artwork. Oh, my gosh. Get your 300 by 300 artwork in there. Um, some people will suggest that you do 600 by 600. So you look better on this thing called the Apple TV and other places. It's like Apple TV. What's that? Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, some people have been talking about, you know, you know, this content starting to show up in some places on on people's TVs. I am still not a fan of 600 by 600 artwork. It It's too big for some of the some of the Windows Media Player cover arts uh, players and stuff like that. It just looks a little funny in some areas. I still stick with 300 by 300 artwork for myself personally. But don't forget to put your artwork on there. I, I, I can't tell you how ugly you make my iPhone look if I subscribe to your show and have your MP3 file on my iPhone and you don't have artwork. You make my iPhone look ugly and I don't like that. And and I, you know, in, in, unless you have some amazing content, I'm going to unsubscribe from you if you continually release episodes with no artwork. I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, some of us are obsessive compulsive like that. Uh, anyway, uh, and then of course, don't forget the lyrics tag. Um, you know, you, you may be a podcaster who do, does not own an iPhone and you don't own, or you don't own an iPod touch. And if that's the case, that's totally cool. You don't have to own one to do it. I would suggest that you get at least the bare minimum iPod touch just so you can see the interface and see how your audience, a good portion of your audience is actually interfacing with your content. But anyway, especially to see how, these lyrics works. It's amazing. But anyway, you can actually put lyrics, the lyrics tag in there, and it actually shows up by default. Um, it shows up by default on um, my screen. And not only that, but the lyrics tag, you could actually take your entire, if you had like a transcript of your entire episode, you could paste that into your lyrics tag and I could keep scrolling down and down and down and read the entire transcript if you wanted to. I w by the way, I don't want you to. I usually limit it to little marketing messages such as, hey, why don't you please give us a call at area code 859-795-4067, you know, open, voicemail hotline open 24 hours a day. You know, something like that. Uh, but anyway, hopefully that helps you out there, Dave, and I appreciate the question. We're going to move on next to Sean who wants to ask something about being able to podcast without headphones. This comment is for the podcast answer man. My name is Sean Roberts, and I participate in a podcast called Married with Tech, and you can find it at marriedwithtech.com. Cliff, before I ask my question, I, I just want to compliment you on putting out a ton of great material. Discovered the GSPN network a few weeks ago and have been listening to the podcast Answer Man, Business Tech Weekly, Pursuing a Balanced Life, a, a ton of quality content. Great job. My question is, is there a way to podcast and monitor your audio and participate with other people who are not local without wearing headphones? And I noticed on This Week in Tech in the video for this previous week, which would have been probably about March the 8th or 9th, that John Dvorak on there was not wearing headphones. 
and just talking into his, his microphone. Uh, a couple of the guests were wearing headphones, and Leo was wearing headphones. I, I would prefer not to wear headphones on video. I know that maybe that's just something everybody has to do. But if there is a way to just use the microphone and still be able to hear what's going on when you're talking to someone else, I'd like to give that a try. Anyway, I appreciate um, you the work you do. Thank you. All right, Sean, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, it is possible. I'd recommend against it uh, unless you absolutely just really despise headphones. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that you might, well, you probably won't find this surprising, but I like to hear myself talk. So I like to wear the headphones myself, but, uh, outside of that, it is, it is nice to be able to hear. Um, I will be honest with you. I oftentimes will do, uh, an, an interview with somebody on Skype and they will not be wearing headphones, but instead they'll be hearing me through their computer speakers. And, um, I'll be honest with you. I sometimes hear myself back. Uh, because what's going on is my, this, the microphone that they're using is actually picking up my voice coming out of the speakers and sending it back to me. Um, that that is really, really frustrating, um, and, and 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 somewhat disorienting. However, it is possible to do that, and um, you know, uh, Stefan actually says he finds that earbuds don't really block all you know all the ambient sound. Which, uh, you know, the whole thing is, is you're, it sounds to me like you're not so much concerned about ambient sound as much as being able to hear somebody who is a co-host on Skype. And so I want to tell you, it is possible to do it. Um, and there are times when, like, I might have some folks who are in the studio with me. Uh, we've had times when we've had as many as, believe it or not, 14 people in this studio. Uh, which, you know, if you've ever seen our studio on the camera, it it, it actually looks bigger on camera than what it is here uh, in real life, uh, unlike Doctor Who's TARDIS, which is bigger on the inside. But anyway, uh, here's the situation, though. We've had 14 people in our in our studio once. And of course, I didn't give 14 people uh, pairs of headphones. But what happened instead was I went ahead and turned on the studio monitors. And so so basically and what I did is I just now did this. And uh, so right now I'm actually talking to you. And I'm actually hearing my own voice come through the studio speakers. Now, you have to be very careful to do this because a couple of things. Number one, it's very possible that you you could be hearing, you know, a little bit of a kind of a room echo of my voice, even, you know, where it's not just picking up my voice from my voice. Uh, the microphone's not just picking it up from my mouth, but it's also picking up my voice uh, as it's ambient in the room, the, you know, bouncing off the walls. But here's the deal. What I'm going to do, Sean, is I'm actually going to click play on the next call without actually um, having my headphones on. And I'm going to listen to Stefan, who's calling in. And let's see what he's calling in about themes. And I'm going to listen to this. And I'm going to pretend that Stefan is just somebody on Skype. So here's his call. Hey, Cliff. This is your buddy, Stefan Holt in Greenville, South Carolina. I just happen to be listening to pursuing a balanced life and heard that you are looking for uh, or you found a new WordPress theme and I guess this is a question for the podcast answer man is come on give us the goods man let us know what you're looking at and I also throw out a little bone for some folks out there if you're looking for themes check out theme forest I think it's themeforest.com or Active Den, A-C-T-I-V-E-D-E-N. There's a lot of talent out there that, you know, these guys are creating WordPress sites and themes and all kinds of stuff. 
But anyway, come on. Give us the goods. Let us know what you're thinking. WordPress themes and more power to you as far as your decision, as far as the equipment pur purchasing. I think you're right on the mark and I wish you the best of luck. You know I'll be kind of popping in from time to time. Take care. Stefan Holt of Active Media in Greenville, South Carolina. All right, Stefan, thank you so much. And of course, I just listened to that entire voicemail uh, through the studio speakers without any headphones on. I'm still podcasting. It probably didn't sound all that bad. However, I would say that um, a great point was just brought up. And by the way, I'm going to put my headphones on now. All right, here we go. So now I have my headphones on. I'm going to turn off my studio speakers. And so I'm back down, back to the way it is normally. Anyway, anonymous number 50, or no, 593 in the chat room says, uh, not hearing yourself through headphones affected how loud you were talking before uh, you sounded much better when you could hear yourself. So so that's another thing is, is that when you're actually speaking uh, with your headphones on and you can kind of monitor your sound, you can kind of judge what the what the audio levels are. Uh, and it, and it's a lot easier to monitor, you know, for example, how loud you are versus the person on Skype, which will help you keep your audios le more level. So I really suggest monitoring yourself with some uh, with uh, some studio headphones. The thing is, though, you could even get by with just some earbuds, although you, you might look a little silly with just little tiny, you know, cords hanging out of your ears on video. I think you probably look better off as looking like a, uh, what do they call that guy on uh, the, uh, on Doctor Who? They called them the Cybermen. Uh, but anyway, uh, for those of you who are science fiction buffs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. So, uh, Stefan, thank you for your call, by the way. And uh, yeah, WordPress theme I'm looking into right now. I've actually pur purchased the developer's package of Thesis. TH. Actually, I'll tell you what. Do me a favor. If you if you want to look at it, I've got. I set up a um, an affiliate code. And so, if you decide you want to check this out, go to gspn.tv/thesis. T H E S I S. So again, that's gspn.tv/thesis. And uh, it is a very cool theme. It's very customizable and it's basically, you don't have to, I, of course, I know a lot of code, but it, with this one, you can actually change things without knowing a lot of code. Um, to be honest with you, there's a lot of t tutorials out there on how to use this thing, how to customize it. Um, I did purchase it. I went ahead and put it on, uh, if you go over to pursuingabalancedlife.com, currently that's what is you running that, that's the theme that you see there. It, it can look completely different depending on uh, what I choose to do. And I have not yet had a chance to go in and learn how to, you know, for example, put in a my own header and, and all sorts of other things. But uh, I plan on, you know, I'll probably end up over the course of the next few months, I'll probably ch spend, uh, I would say, no less than 20 to 30 hours of my life devoted to understanding everything and anything that I can possibly do with the thesis theme. And the reason why I want to do that is because I want to have yet another thing in my arsenal that I can help people with and to help get their sites looking great um, and, and stuff like that. I do know that it's really good with uh, SEO. It is, it is not a free theme. It is a paid for theme, uh, but it is a very cool theme. Um, so again, that's gspn.tv forward slash thesis. And uh, also, I will check out themeforest.com. And, and yeah, there's a bunch of them. Up until this point, I've been using StudioPress, uh, which used to be revolutionthemes.com. 
but now it's a uh, studio press and I have an affiliate link there. One of my clients unfortunately went and bought the entire, you know, package himself and then hired me to help him figure out how to use it. They changed a bunch of stuff and I said, you know, what? I tell you what, I can actually I've got, I, I can help you with this old theme here and, and throw it up on your site and, uh, I can have this thing designed within an hour. And of course I was able to do that in, in no time at all. Uh, otherwise, you know, again, with every theme, every theme that's out there is kind of like learning a new language because all of these themes in WordPress can be written in different ways. You could put some of it, most of your code can be in CSS. Some of it can be in, you know, like a hundred different PHP files. Some of it could all be condensed down to like five PHP. It's just really crazy with, you know, options on in menus and different sections. It, it, it really does get crazy. So what I try to do is I try to pick up a new theme each year and, and really learn how to tweak and customize it. And this year, the theme of choice is thesis. And again, that's at gspn.tv slash thesis. Well, anyway, folks, that is my show for the week. And I just want to say thank you to everybody out there. Um, yeah, the equipment sales, Stefan, uh, I tell you, I've been blessed uh, with with that that wonderful advice because I have been so busy with consulting work and really freed myself up. I do want to let you guys know that, um, you know, I have placed a couple orders in excess of like eight or nine hundred dollars. And so I'm obviously I mean, it doesn't make sense for me to stop taking those orders, uh, you know, when people definitely want to purchase from me. And, and obviously there's some profit involved in that, which is equal to or if not greater than an hour of my consulting time. And so I, I certainly am, am not turning down all equipment sales. But yeah, I've, I've certainly cut out all of the, you know, the things like, hey, can you help me? You know, I, I need to get a microphone. Or I need to buy a mixer. I need to buy a individual piece of equipment. Um, the only exception to that rule, if you still want the Heil, give me one more week before, before contacting me or go ahead and contact me. Understand it'll be about a week before I get to you. But, uh, I, that is, that is the one piece of equipment that I will continue to sell by itself or in the package with the shock mountain pop screen and everything else. The Heil PR 40, my friends, uh, that I don't, how can you live without one of these things? I, I, I know that sounds so egotistical and, and it's not true. I just, matter of fact, I had just had some clients from Nashville that are, um, dry. I'll get this. Can I just tell you? I am so excited. I just got, I went down to PodCamp Nashville and, uh, I met some folks down there and they said, so how do you do this consulting thing? And I explained to them that, you know, I can have the equipment shipped to you and, and I can walk you through by phone how to set this up. And they're like, oh my gosh, that sounds so, and I'm like, no, seriously, I can help you. I've got, di- I got diagrams. I share my screen with you. Oh, I just can't wrap my mind around it. And I sit there and I'm like, you know, uh, I says, and then I said, I can consult with you. It's like, oh man, that sounds so, and then I'm like, well, you know, well, or if you wanted to, you know, I, for $2,500, I'll drive all the way to Nashville again, which is, you know, five hour drive, five and a half hour drive down to Nashville. I'll spend the night and spend all day with you the next day. And they said, you would do that. And t- so there you go. Uh, I had a, one of my clients tell me about a month and a half, two months ago, he said, Cliff, if you just offered people, you know, either $2,500 for the day or $5,000 for the weekend, People would hire you to come and do all of this for them to set up their studio and to to just just build the website, get it and then train them how to do it in person. 
if you just put it out there as an option, people will hire you to do that. And I'm like, that would be awesome. And well, it's a reality. I threw it out there at podcast PodCamp Nashville. And on uh, March 29th, I'm driving back down to spend a day down there. And not only that, but my good friend Dan Miller called me up and says, hey, you know, you're going to be in Nashville. This is great. Uh, I'd love to have you come back out and show me how to bring live calls into my show. And I'm like, great. And so I'm going to actually contact a couple other people. Maybe I might spend a, a few days down in Nashville. And if you're in Nashville and you'd want to hire me while I'm down there, uh, then give me a call uh, and, or actually send me an email. Uh, that would be better. Uh, the easiest email is, to tell you in a podcast is feedback at gspn.tv. And hey, folks, I'm going to leave with this. Normally, I play the music at the end, uh, but I'm really excited about a uh, party that I'm getting ready to throw here in May. And uh, if you've never listened to my Lost podcast, well, I don't blame you because that means that you're probably just not a fan of the TV show Lost or you're just not a fan of me. Uh, (laughs) But then again, why would you be listening to this? But uh, here's the deal. GSPN.TV is so much more than just a bunch of podcasts. And it's so much more than just about the TV shows that we talk about. I encourage you to come join the community uh, and just meet some really awesome people that have literally all met one another through the relationships that all started and formed around podcasting. And uh, we're going to be having a big old party. And here's some details about it. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty.